It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Imagine you put your headphones on and then it just starts working. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I should have these. I'm like, anyway. <laughs> oh, that like, sounds good. What is that? Where'd you get that Price is Right microphone? <laughs> like you're on the family feud. <laughs> it was ten dollars. <laughs> the price is work. wrong. <laughs> price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to Homeschool Podcast. Homeschool. The Homeschool Podcast. Why? Because it was homeschool. It's time to document the journey. Welcome back to Homeschool Podcast. I'm your host, Augustino Zoido. We're going to try to do this episode, although we keep getting interrupted. Because we, because uh, we're dropping truth bombs and and Spectrum's getting mad, so that's why we literally hasn't haven't said anything that crazy yet. I just don't understand how it's like 2022 and this is still what we deal with. But like, we could have a Holocaust. I mean, <laughs> a hologram, a hologram Tupac at Coach a Holocaust. That was crazy. Probably because yeah. Well, we're getting pretty. I'll circle back to that thought why the Holocaust is on my brain today, but we can but we had a we had a hologram Tupac like years ago, but like still our internet sucks. It just doesn't make sense to me. It, it is crazy. Like upstairs in my house, I'm able to just stream television, no problem using internet. But like I take I take a laptop downstairs and it's like you got two bars, dude. You got you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. It really is insane. Yeah, I just feel like this whole thing about bars. I don't know. I feel like internet should just be a thing, like, in, like everywhere that you, like, I feel like we're there, especially in large cities. Like, Santa Monica has public internet. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, well, like, you could just, yeah, like, you could just connect to, like, wherever you are. Like, when you're at the airport, you just get that pop-up, like, there's internet here, connect to it. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're probably spying on you when you connect to uh, free Wi-Fi, but they're going to spy on you anyway. I mean, that's always going on. Yeah. What are you gonna do? But yeah, back to the Holocaust. Cause I got a um, <laughs> my I woke up to a text this morning. And it was my it was crazy. My friend was just like, "Yo, I'm afraid Kanye's gonna be the next Hitler." <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, this fucked my day up." Like, like it was just a random thought, and I was like, "Damn." But then I'm like going through my day, and I'm like, "Bro, what?" Like, imagine if Hitler was a rapper. 
Like, that's great. And he also <laughs> made music that you liked. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> well, Hitler was an artist. Right? Hitler Hitler was like a painter. Like, he was like a really good painter, actually. Really? He was good? I don't know if he had, like, the following that Kanye had. Although... What if I just had, like, a Hitler painting in my house? And, like, we were like, that's really Like a what? Like, what if I had a Hitler painting in my house and, like, no one knew? <laughs> I mean, you got Black Jesus. That's what, just, if, what, if, what if that that's Black Jesus. Jesus behind you was Hitler painted it? That would be crazy. I feel like there's <laughs> Jesus and then there's white Jesus. You know? Mm-hmm. No. Like, that, that <laughs> is Jesus. Only, like, bro, it's just crazy. Like the Christians, like, like no, he was the only white man in Jerusalem two thousand years ago. What? <laughs> he looked more like that in my mind. I just actually like that. The, you wanna know what's crazy about that? I didn't know if it was a joke or for real when I bought it. Like, and I still don't know. My Christian friend is like, is like, no, that's for real. It was five dollars at like a Goodwill, and I was just like. I think wow. this is funny. And so I got it. But like people are like That's a that's a score, man. Five dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. I mean, by the way, if I if I start talking over you, it's not because I can hear you and I'm talking over you. It's because I can't hear you and I don't want there to be silence. So I just start talking. Oh, <laughs> okay. So um before we dive into it, what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, let me just really quickly say that you guys can see me live. You can see us both live, actually. Uh, this weekend, Saturday, we'll be in Vancouver, Washington. So that's uh, that's the USA, not Canada. <laughs> uh, for I've had some I've had some of my Canadian people hit me up, be like, "Yo, you're coming back to Vancouver?" I was like, "Yeah, but not that side." Uh, Vancouver, Washington, this Saturday. It's October 29th, right? Yeah, mm. October 29th, 7 o'clock show. Uh, you guys can get tickets at homeschooledpod.com or augustinocomedian.com. Click on tour. And then after that, I will be headed to Memphis, Tennessee. And that's December 3rd. And then I'm closing the year out for New Year's weekend. I'm doing uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And that's it. This is like the last, this is my last tour dates of the year. That's all you have left. You got Vancouver, Washington. Memphis and uh, and Phoenix, Arizona. So hopefully you guys can make it to one of those. Again, AugustinoComedian.com. Click on tour. Um, so let me officially like welcome my guest. Abria Griffin is here today. She is a friend of mine, a comedian, and uh, a, a, a work hard sensei. Let's just say that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today, this has been on my mind for like two weeks, but I haven't been able to really talk about it on here, is I th- I think the importance of getting on stage. So like something that I've noticed the last couple of weeks is the, like no matter how long I've been doing it, this February will be 14 years that I've been doing standup. And like, regardless of like how long I've been doing it and it pretty much just comes back to you like riding a bike as soon as you jump back up on stage. But regardless of all of that, just the nerves are so intense if you don't go on stage for so long. And then when you go up there, like those nerves 
never go away. They just don't. Like, and the only way to make them go away is to consistently be on stage. Like, if you're just like up every day, you you're not gonna be nervous anymore. Or if you're up a couple times a week, you're really gonna reduce it. And if you go up there with with a game plan, like your set list, I'm gonna hit this, I'm gonna hit this, I'm gonna hit this. And you have that in your back pocket. And it's totally fine to be in the moment. And if you go off script for a minute, you know, just be in the room. Like, that's totally fine. But it, when you have that set list in your back pocket, and it, it's just, it makes you calmer. It makes you more relaxed, less nervous. And I'm not counting the open mics that you and I have done a lot the last couple of weeks. I don't ever count that. But I'm counting shows where, like, I haven't been up in a couple of weeks or... I know I'm going to do something new. That's when nerves are the highest. Yep. And uh, I mean, I think that's a good thing, especially doing new jokes. Doing new jokes, I I think that it's exciting that I still get nervous over a new joke. And then when I see if it worked or it didn't, I'm still, after 14 years, I'm still excited about it. But um, it's like when you have like a giant break, because I'll go on the road a lot. And then when I come back, I'm not really doing stand up that much here in LA like I just uh, here and there like people book me and then when I'm off the road I'm like tired and I'm trying to like stay in and not get sick and stuff in case I have to go back out again and they make me test so like things like that just make me you know kind of stay in a little bit but then when I go out and I do a show I just like god like I hate that I take such long breaks especially LA like LA is a completely different beast than doing a road show um have you done yeah. stage anywhere else other than los angeles um sorry what was the answer torrance <laughs> I, I still think that's la county though right yeah it is no only in la yeah only in LA a road to be fun. If, it feels like um like a sh- like like you're a showman you know, there's a lot of showmanship in it. Like there's, you know, you're getting on a plane to go do shows. You're staying in a hotel. But not only that, it's like people that come out are there for like a special event. They're there for something special. And, you know, you're there to give them the best show. And I don't know what it is about L.A. It's just like all these rooms that are just randomly doing comedy and they're throwing like 20 comics up all in one night and everybody does five minutes and it's just boom 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 like let's get as many comics up as we possibly can and let's all go up as much as we can and try as much new jokes as we can and it just doesn't feel as special yeah i do think like so, more time i'm pretty sure you're frozen saying anything <laughs> damn still frozen you're good you're back you're back all right cool i'm like i'm i think more time is easier like five minutes is hard to do, you know, because it's 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 like so yes. rushed, you know, like you have time to kind of like be more like be present, be in the moment, like feel the crowd. Like I'm a big like energy person. Um, and also, like I was thinking about this earlier, like like I'm thinking like, all right, not to like shit on Vancouver or anything, but like L.A. is a really big city. Right. So like I feel like people there's also a fucking bug flying around in here oh well um (laughs) uh I feel like you know people like looking at you know the flyer for our show like 
like, oh, like two comedians like from LA. Like it seems like a big deal, you know, but I don't feel like a big deal when I'm in LA, right? But whenever I do travel, like, like I don't know, maybe this is like a joke or something, but like, like I feel people from my hometown, which I'm from Denver, are always like, I knew you'd be somebody. I'm like nobody right but like they're like you know what I'm saying like I don't know I feel like there's that aspect too like traveling to a smaller town like I feel like I'm a bigger fish but I feel super small here in LA damn you froze again um I'm I'm just gonna say that I 100% agree with you I think that you're absolutely right and first of all like you're not nobody like you're you know what I mean You're, you're definitely not nobody and and but yes, I understand where you're coming from. People in other towns, it's not that Denver's even that small of a city, but LA is a big city and it is where people go to follow their dreams. It has that stigma about it. And also in the stand-up comedy world or uh entertainment in general, it, it's like this is where you go and this is where you grind, and then the best product comes out of here. So in their eyes, you you are somebody. And 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 it, it shouldn't only be in their eyes. You really are somebody. Like you really are. You're not nobody. Like you do you understand that like people talk about moving to LA and following their dreams their whole lives and they'll never do it. The fact that you actually did it, you're already on the right path. Like you're already doing a hundred times more than what anybody else would do. And and, and that alone is like making it. I mean. I, yeah. Also, you're frozen, so I don't know if you're talking right now. So I, I hope uh, you don't think I'm interrupting you or talking too much. But uh, where were we? <laughs> Phone dies mid conversation. You're saying how basically this is my next thought was that if you can pay your rent, you made it in LA. <laughs> <laughs> That's not wrong. That isn't wrong. It's true. Like that's that is making it, you know. If you could like yeah. actually live here with gas, groceries, rent, you're making it. But what about making paying your rent with something that you want to do? Yeah, true. Yeah, I've been doing that for a while now, and that's so much freedom. And yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to do that anywhere else. I wouldn't. Why do you say that? Oh, maybe. I don't know, because I I feel like I feel like I remember like, you know, I, I moved out here when I was really young, like 19, 20. But I remember living in Denver and like telling people I played in a band um, and I, you know, we came out here. We had to deal with Warner, blah, blah, blah. That's why I came out here initially. It's like something a little more, you know, something creative. Um, but I've always acted and done comedy and dance and I've done everything. But um, but. Like, I remember, like, being in Colorado and, like, telling people, like, you know, like, what do you want to do for a career? I'd be like, I want to be, a, you know, an artist, a musician. And they'd be like, that's not a job, you know? Like, that's not, like, they don't they don't take it as, like, as an actual job. Like, here in L.A., people, like, respect it. And, like, that's a legit thing. But, like, back home, it's not. Or at least it wasn't, you know, 10 years ago. Sounds so fucking You don't old. think you could? No, I mean... I... I, I'm sure that exists, and and you're probably right. It probably exists less in LA. Although there are people here that don't think that that's a job, but it's it's more accepted here because people that know this town know like fuck yeah, it is. You can actually make a pretty damn good living doing that. And you know, for decades, 
it's been proven that. But you still like, see, I'm from LA. And like I was born and raised here. So when you tell your family that you want to be a comedian, you'll get the same response that that's not a job, you know, yeah. and, and that's just because they're your family yeah. and, they're, and they're worried about you. But you're right as the people, friends or just general people around you, like they <laughs> they're very supportive because, and they'll acknowledge that this this is a job. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, we we pay our rent. Like I, I pay my rent from being a stand up comedian. Like I've I've taken vacations from being a stand up comedian. Like you know what I mean? That's I bought a car from literally just just having a conversation with yourself on stage in front of you. <laughs> like, you can do it anyway. You know what I mean? That's what it is. I don't know if those are the ones that are paying that well, but yeah. <laughs> But it is a hustle. It's a nonstop hard work grind. And that sounds like I'm saying like we made it. And, and, and in some sense we have. But it also sounds like I'm saying like, yo, I'm rich. No, I'm not. <laughs> like I'm not. It just if I stopped working for one week, I'd lose it all. <laughs> like, right. like it would be gone that quick. Right. But it's like, would you rather do something you hate or do something that you like to do? Yeah. Like and for a while, you you can do both. You're yeah. going to have to do both for a while. And that's totally fine. Like, if you've got a job that you absolutely hate and it just pays the bills, but it allows you to have the freedom to follow your dreams, you've also made it. Regardless of money, like, you want to be a comic and you get on stage and you actually do shows, real shows, like, not mics, shows, you're, like, dude, you're living the dream, man. Yeah. You you fucking got it. Like, what what more could you ask for? You didn't say I want to be a rich comic. You just said I want to be a comic. <laughs> no, yeah, we're preaching, but do what you love and the money follows. It's like very true. Cause like what yeah. what else are you gonna do? Like, but but also like like no, I I've done both right where I've I've had the crappy job that paid the bills and then I did what I loved on the side and mm -hmm. then. One day, it was actually right before the pandemic, and then the pandemic kind of like helped me out. But I was like, "What if I just cut the crappy job?" And then, and then I'm like, "You know why? Because it was taking away time." Like, and I think a lot of people in LA like have this thing, or not even in LA, but like if people are doing this, like it starts to like, like I'm comfortable because I'm my bills are paid, and so I'm, but I'm also tired, so I'm not working on the thing that I love. So I made a decision to just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut it. To where I have to do this in order to eat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have yeah. to do, and that and that like changes the game. To not because, be comfortable. Yeah, when you have to do the thing that like, when when there's no other option, like, you know, even like with work hard, like I made it to where work hard has to be successful or else I can't pay rent. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the thing, you know, Correct. but. But it's awesome because I'd rather bust my ass working for myself than anybody else. Don't lose that train of thought really quickly. Tell everybody what WorkArt is because I don't just. Oh, yeah. WorkArt is a fitness boot camp in Sherman Oaks. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's uh, Now that I say um a lot, I think of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the biggest word in my vocabulary. It's like um and fuck. But anyway, 
Work hard is a fitness boot camp in Sherman Oaks. It runs for six weeks on, two weeks off for the whole year. It's a hit camp, so high-intensity interval training. It's a hit class. It's an hour. It's a lot of fun. It's outside. That, that you started. Yeah, that I started. Um, That's another thing you couldn't do outside in, in another state. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, hell no. Like, yo, in Denver, we're going to work out outside in, in, in January. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no. And and it started outside because it started in 2020. So it started when gyms were closed. And then yeah. a lot of, I mean, even restaurants, like, still kept their tables in the parking lot for some reason. Like, for some reason, I've stayed there, but it's worked, you know? And it's just, like, I've thought about doing it in a gym, and why? Yeah. When we have fresh air, it's just a vibe, you know? And, like, I didn't realize how much... COVID taught me that, like how much, like I need to be outdoors, you know. But we live in a great place where it, it's, you know, like ten months. It's a great time to be outside. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, I mean, it might get cold because we're 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 starting our winter one soon, and it's really early in the morning, and it's gonna be a little cold, but it could be worse. It could be way colder. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And uh, like, why not do it outside? I think that's why a lot of restaurants kept their their outdoor patios that they created, that they like invented in a parking lot. First of all, because <laughs> I think they dumped so much money into it. Like they had to order tables and those like very, you know, those things that look like they're like fake plants. They create like a green wall. Dude, like no, everyone surrounds their patio with those. Those are so expensive. They're just lazy and we're so traumatized that like imagine if you did make the decision to move everything inside and then all of a sudden like COVID's like fifth brother shows up, you know? There's that too. Yeah, and then they're going to have to like move it all back and then what, you know, so what were they doing with it? They keep it in storage. It's just, yeah, it, it, we live in a place where it's just, it's nice outside most of the time and you could go out at night and, at most you'll be a little chilly. Like you can wear it, you can wear like a spring jacket and you'll be fine. But it's also so I, feel nice. like, I feel like it's like the new normal back on that thought. Like I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, but when when does the city because you know how fucked up LA is as a city though? So like when does the city start taxing them on the extra space now? Because they're paying rent for a smaller real estate, but they actually have real estate for an extra twenty. People Dude, up, how about this? On my road, they still have an entire lane of traffic closed, and that's where people are sitting eating their sandwiches. Like I know. In the lane, like like you you step off the curb and there's like a table like with salt and pepper. Just, like, in the street. <laughs> with salt and pepper and a happy hour flyer. Yeah, like what are you guys doing in what world? I, <laughs> I remember during the pandemic when they would just put us in the street without a barrier block like like a, and there's just buses going by and i'm like how is this safer Pixar <laughs> almost got hit by a car because pixar because oh your dog 
I was out of, yeah, I was at a restaurant and I had her like tied up to the table, but like she got through that barrier and the street is right there. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they like slammed on it. I'm like, what is that? Like, oh, it was terrifying. So not safe. But yeah. So, okay. So they go back, you started work hard. And so you, you had like a day job before that? Uh, I was working at a studio teaching classes. That's a whole, I had stories for days, dude. Was that the job that made you so tired that you said that I'm going to let this go? It's a safety net. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, they were complete psychopaths. Mm. Um, So, and you get that a lot when you work for gyms, right? Like the fitness industry is not like the hotbed for mental health for some reason. Um, like, I don't know. God, why. you wouldn't think that. I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's really messed up to say, but I think that there's a lot of gyms that are like super like macho. You just got to be careful. And they were one of those gyms. Um, man, this is bad. I'm, whatever. Uh, oh, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. I was just asking, is that the job that you quit to go full-time working for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. That's, exactly. <laughs> that's all I was asking. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, you want to talk about that? So. Want to talk about? No, no, it's whatever. Um. Yeah, I quit. I was working at a studio at the time, and yeah, like, I was just like, I could do this, you know. I could do this, and I think I was, I think I was bartending as well. I was just burning the candle at both ends, like teaching a six a.m. class. Also, like some nights. I tried not to overlap them, but sometimes I, I was like, I was working two shifts, right? Like sleeping at night. I mean, sleeping during the day because I had to bartend at night and then be up at 6 a.m. to teach yoga. It was crazy. Um, and then on the off nights, you know, I'm always going to open mics. Like I was doing, I remember I would do like an 11 o'clock mic, open mic, and then have to be up at 4.45. You know, like my life was just crazy. Um, and so... I don't know. Like, I was like, something's got to change. Um, and I figured, you know, I could make my own schedule. I could, if I'm going to do it, if I'm going to work this hard, I should be working for myself. And it's what I always wanted to do. I don't know. Something clicked. Something clicked where it was like, just go for it. You know? I'm all too familiar with that schedule that you described. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah, I've done it for a long time. And, uh, yeah, you're you're like so exhausted. You're burning the candle from both ends, and but your bills are paid. But I I always think of like I don't know, maybe it's a weird analogy, but I always think of that movie, The Dark Knight Rises. You know the third one? You ever seen the third one? Not like you. <laughs> okay, so you've seen it like once. Yeah, probably. Okay, so do you kind of remember at all that uh, there was this prison that was like a hole in the wall that they were telling like the legend of Bane and like he's the only one that ever escaped it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so Bruce Wayne is down there and he's like trying to get like healthier to try to climb out. And then he, they use a rope, they tie a rope around you and you make the jump. And then if you fall, the rope catches you, right? Yeah. So every day he's training for this. And then like the old guy in the prison, he's like, how did that child, the child's supposed to be Bane, but he's like, how did the child do it? Like, how am I a full grown, like in shape man? And I can't do it. And he said, the child did it without a rope. So like mentally 
you were taking the jump and and telling yourself like just in case I don't make it this rope's gonna catch me Mm. and so as soon as Bruce took away the rope he jumped and and, and his instinct was fear and the fear was if I don't make it I'm falling and I'm gonna like die or break a bone or something like that so you make it that's what makes you make it (laughs) and I think that sometimes I mean you have to have a good intuition about this I'm not telling everybody they should go quit their job tomorrow I don't have kids it's easy for me to say like if you have like a whole family counting on you yo (laughs) like don't just go quit your job tomorrow like you guys you gotta have common sense about this but I do think that sometimes you can use this in in many things in life that you just gotta jump without the safety net yeah and you'll go higher yep There's also this, um, now we're getting super spiritual, but there's this, uh, there's this story about how I heard this guy tell it, like he was watching this like National Geographic, um, like, and it was in India how they, and they were, uh, training elephants. And so when you train a baby elephant, you tie a rope around his foot and you tie it to a tree. And so the elephant will like try and like pull, but you know, he's too, he's too small. He can't like pull the tree out of the ground. Um, But as the elephant gets older, when they want to just like keep an elephant somewhere, they will tie a rope around a leg, a big elephant, right? Adult elephant, tie the same rope around the elephant's leg and stick a stake into the ground. And once he feels it get just a little bit tight, he'll stop pulling. Even though he's an adult elephant that can pull us out of the ground, but it's but it's just yeah. in his mind, right? Especially like, he thinks he can't do it, yeah. Yeah, from his childhood. It's such a crazy one. So, like, then he goes on to talk about how, like, how many of these old ideas do we have in our brain, you know? Of, like, I can't do this because of this. I do. And that could be a lot of things in your life. Like, we're talking about jobs, like things where you work really hard to make someone else a lot of money and you're exhausted, but comfortable. But maybe it's a lot of different things for other people. Maybe it's a relationship, why you haven't left yet or why you haven't moved on. Like it, it could probably be a lot of things, but it's whether it's your job, relationship, it's a stake in the ground. That's probably like you could just move it. You've been trained your whole life to think that you can't move it. You probably just could. Yeah. But like, like, I think that. Long <laughs> that like you couldn't do that because, you know, you didn't go to school for it or something. So then even though it's like one of your yeah. deepest desires, you don't you don't pursue it because someone told you like you're still hanging on to that old thing, you know, and you you already made up your mind. It's just yeah, it's super deep. Yeah, well, to go even deeper, and I don't, I don't even know, like, you're, you're gonna kick me out of your work hard class, uh, <laughs> because you, pro- there's probably a lot you don't know about me. <laughs> so, uh, um, I won't say that I don't believe the universe. <laughs> I absolutely believe in the universe. I, it's yeah. just, I'm trying really hard to not say that I, I'm not sure about Earth as being this ball, almost, right? I'm just saying, 
I don't know if it's like, like we are where we are. And I don't know the answer. I'm not saying like, oh, I think it's this. So like arguing with people. I'm saying I don't know the answer. And I don't think you do either. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's all I'm saying. But what I, where I'm going with this is that I just think that the universe is so much bigger. Because if you ever talk to a conspiracy theorist or anybody who's a flat earther or anybody who doesn't believe this, this and that, they're like, nobody asked them the question, like, why, though? Like, I understand you think you're being lied to and you probably are. But why would they lie to you about that particular thing? Well, how would they benefit from it? And for me, I think that it's benefited because they don't want us to know how big and powerful we actually are. Because mm. I think they want us to feel very – that would be my reason. As I think that if we feel small or trapped, then then it gives them more power. Like we're supposed to be – Wake up, go to work, die. You're talking about like, wake so- up. like society. I'm or like- talking about like people, the, the the powers that be that probably run the world. Um, and for me, I think it's insane that we're taught this phrase that says sky's the limit. And it's, and it's said as a positive thing, which is insane to me. Like sky's the limit like it's it's literally telling you that the world has limitations for you yeah and and we say that like it's a motivation it's not motivation like who said sky's the limit maybe there's beyond my man i think the limit is a is a dead phrase also connie west just talked about this i'm pretty sure um did he oh fuck we're canceled totally (laughs) calling you out (laughs) But no, but it uh, it's totally a dead phrase, I think, because yeah, there and really yes, the the truth is is that no one knows anything ever. We have no idea why we're like why we're here. Nothing. But I don't think I don't think a lot of people claim to know. And if they do, then they're crazy, because how could you know anything? Well, people are so adamant about like what they read in a book wants to be truth. And they get so mad if you question it. And I'm not saying well, it isn't true. It might be. Another human being. <laughs> Wait, say it again. It offered for a second. Say it again. It's like, where did, where did the truth come from? Another human being? Exactly. It came, like, someone wrote that book. Like, whatever, whatever history book you're reading, someone wrote it so that we would think history is that way. Uh, and then people go, like, yo, trust the science. But, like, science was written by another human, and they could have... It's like, yo, but this equals this. It's like, but you, like, wrote that. If I have a child and I, like, show them this curtain every day and say, this is purple. Like, they're going to think this is the color purple until they go to school one day. And some kid's going to be like, that's red. What are you talking about? They're going to get mad. Like, no, my dad said it was purple. Like, you can basically, if you got someone early on, you can convince them to think, left is right and right is left and up is down and down so like anyway this podcast went off on a yeah a tangent but i think that that what i was trying to say is just that i think that we are constantly battling our own demons but but there's other demons that just want us to feel smaller than we actually are and you have to you know just do your job just go to wake up do your job have kids constantly be tired and you know have you know have kids so you can like never have a day off of work to actually enjoy them and always have to like feed them and you know what i mean and just like i don't think that life was meant to be lived that way and 
I'm not saying that you, it's wrong to be a hard worker and, and work hard and and have a regular job. That's fucking great and commendable. But I, I that's not what I'm saying. Again, I'm not saying, like, go quit your job. But I am saying I think that there's more to life. I don't think that you should have your job define you on who you are as a human being. And I've had I've had the same schedule as you, like up till two o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, closing down the comedy club and then up again in a, a, a job. I've been I've been at like sold out theaters, ran to a job afterward, went from people want to take pictures with me, driving to a job where they're like, you know, in the bathroom. like people don't understand that that's L.A., that, mm-hmm. that's LA. It, you'll it'll be you'll have both those jobs at the same time. People can't comprehend like how does that person want to take your picture and then this person's telling you to go clean the bathroom. It's a big city <laughs> and it's and there really are like that many jobs here and you can have them all. That's what it constantly is is that grind. And uh, so I don't think that there's anything to be ashamed of to have jobs like that. But um, I'm never going to and I never have let it control my dreams like i've never been the guy like yo i'm tired i just got off like a 12-hour shift i don't think i'm gonna go out tonight and do that spot like it's never happened no i've like no, i'm going to go do the show i'm i'm happy and grateful like at that time i was happy and grateful to be doing my regular ass job you know like because yeah. it, is, it is part of the dream you know it's not what i thought it would look like like as a kid i thought oh man I'm on this magazine cover. I just performed at the at the comedy store. I'm in a Reebok commercial. Wow, I must have a million dollars. But fast forward 2022, like, no. Yeah. Everyone content. Like it's, you know, I'm I I've had some success in comedy, but it doesn't mean like, no, it just isn't what it looks like, you know. It's not what I thought if it you had if you had one Reebok commercial in the year like 2005, you probably would make like 40 grand and then like have residuals constantly coming in from it it just doesn't work that way yeah, anymore in Hollywood. No anymore because it's social media and just like all this you know we need content yeah. every seconds um you get paid like a grand to do stuff and then they make you sign something saying you won't get residuals <laughs> exactly and people think it's like the agent but it's not it's not everyone's getting that rate which is so crazy but at the same time like i'm grateful because because if you took me in my life, you know, when I was 12 and you dropped me in my life now, I'd be like, this is sick. You know, like I'm doing yeah. it, you know. I'm and you also it. probably wouldn't have been able to handle it. Right. <laughs> but now you can. <laughs> yeah. Like you wouldn't be able to handle your life right now if you were the other person that you used to be. Oh. And now you can't. Yeah, Just like your that- joke about giving homeless people a house. <laughs> you know, they're going to lose that shit. <laughs> I think that is so good, and you need to keep working on it. I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. It's true. It's true. Like uh, if you give them like if you give them a fucking one bedroom condo, they're gonna trade that shit in a second. Yeah. If if they could pawn it at a pawn shop, they would. You know. <laughs> right. Right. It'll it'll they'll burn it down. Like they're gonna invite over a bunch of people. It's gonna become a like a meth lab, and they're gonna burn it down. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man, it's true. It'll be exactly what it is outside for them. A house is. But not anyway, it's so after seven thirty. You have another meeting. I do. Yeah. I mean, I could be late to it, um, but. 
so we'll wrap this up then. I'm I'm glad that you, we were able to do this. I think that we did in a very short period of time hit some shit, man. And I'm glad that we did. And I'm sorry about uh, the the funny. I'll edit this together. Did. Yeah, <laughs> the first half is funny. Uh, and then I'll edit this together. And we'll try to get out some of the buffering. But the second half, I'm glad that you called back. And it's so funny you just appeared back. Like, what if I was talking mad shit? Like, yo, this bitch. <laughs> well, if it would have appeared, like, when I was trying to log on, I was like, fuck, fuck, I hate myself. This is fucking trash. Stupid internet. Goddamn Wi Fi. Like, I was like going off. I was hoping it was just going to like pop up while I was yelling at myself. Yeah, boy. I let us down today. But anyway, uh, this is this went good, and and thank you for being on the show today. I'm excited to work with you this weekend. We're gonna we're gonna have fun. Ticket sales picked up a tiny bit, so um, we have like a room of people to perform for. So that's great, and I would love uh, I would love for there to be even more and even and even sell out. So guys, go to homeschoolpod.com or augustinocomedy.com tour, and you can see me and Abria this weekend in Vancouver, Washington. It's Saturday. October 29th. It's a seven o'clock show. Come through around six. Get your drinks and all that shit. Order your food, and then we'll do the show. And um, we'll have you home in a decent time. About <laughs> it's only like a 90-minute show, so you can still hit some Halloween parties after. Yeah. And that's Vancouver, it. Washington. And yeah, Vancouver, Washington. We'll see you guys there. And then if not, uh, I actually do have uh, a couple of LA shows. So follow me on social media. I don't really plug the LA shows that much because they don't fucking pay. But <laughs> but uh, I actually do have some decent paid gigs here in LA. So make sure you follow me on social media. The day before Thanksgiving, um, I have a show in Hollywood that should be pretty fun. And then uh, Memphis, Tennessee, December 3rd, New Year's Eve weekend. I'm doing Phoenix, Arizona at the of comedy that that comedy club is like one of my favorites in the country to do so super pumped for that and i hope to see you guys at one of those abria yeah you guys can follow her what's your instagram handle abria r-e-a-h-h two h's at the end and then you can follow the work hard social media yeah it's in my bio too it's w-r-k-h-r-d la work hard no vowels work hard and then i also have a show um i have a show coming up at the comedy store belly room november 17th for funny girls nice nice there you go guys follower keep in touch and um also if you if you live in the area that that we do sherman oaks area uh if thinking about taking uh the work hard class i've been in it for it's like I've, i've done like three times already right two or three yeah, I this, think so. this might be three or four. I forget. But anyway, the, the winter one. 50. It's amazing. Starts up on November <laughs> 7th. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, I'll see you at Burbank Airport in a couple of days. Cool, man. Thanks for having me. All right. See you later. Peace. Homeschool Podcast. Homeschool. The Homeschool Podcast. Why? Because it was homeschool. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Okay. I don't want to do that at all.